can I get up onto the roof from here? The roof? No, you were sleeping, if you may remember, in the first floor yeah. of a house, most of the roof of which was destroyed by the ah. attack from a couple of days ago, so. So this big hole I can climb up. <laughs> uh, it's filled with a big boulder. Yeah. And that top of it is cordoned off. Like, they're not letting people onto that floor. I guess you could try to go up and convince the guards to let you go on the roof, but... Right. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to think clear line of sight all around. Okay, well, um, I'll just listen in and see what I can make of the sound then, I guess, really. Right. Go ahead and uh, make a perception check for me, please. Okay. Come on, baby. Okay. Eh. Uh, no it, bad. No yeah, bad it seems to be... Um, it seems to be a good, first of all, very far, like just distant on the wind. You don't, you're almost positive that this isn't anywhere in Bryn Shander, um, but it's way beyond the walls. Um, who knows how many miles, but uh, you get the sound. I mean, it's it's a rhythmic sound, um, but it doesn't only go like it does a lot of that. But then every so often there's a pause and then it speeds up and starts again and then goes. So it's not like just constant, you know, um, mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, but it's very far, probably to the eastern side, if you had to guess, or from where you are, the northeastern side, and definitely not inside the city, so beyond that. Could okay. it be at a place where they need to rebuild a tower? Uh, it's impossible to tell without without uh, going up there yourself. Yeah, it was right. the east. Well, I'm, I'm kind of rested. And but you, you said to me it sounded like it was well outside the town, so would, yes, uh, would well I be outside. Oh, So I, I can yeah. relay that to them then? Yep. Okay. Whatever it is, it is a good distance outside the town, like way, way away, almost being carried here on the wind. Yep. Anybody has any idea what time it is? If you're asking that out of game, very late, probably no. midnight, one in one in the morning. If you're asking, do I me. do I feel like rested and refreshed and everything? Um. <laughs> so that depends how many spells you, know, do you want to use. <laughs> you know, pirate. The question here. Pirate and I both had the experience, not necessarily shared by our comrades here, of um, middle of the night wakings uh, yes. due to things. And so yeah, yeah. when you get, you know, four hours instead of two, you mm -hmm. feel way more rested, you know, but you wouldn't call it a full rest. Um, no, I would not. That is very true. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. That's uh, I can I can understand. It. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about these targeted analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I think we, we suit up and we investigate because I don't want any surprises in form of bigger boulders raining down on town. So I've done very little except talk, drink, and rest. I feel great. So I'm like, it's the direction we were going to be setting off in. Yeah, let's just go. One thing to point out, by the way, is that um, it is not gotten, as I mentioned, I just want to emphasize, it's not gotten any louder or faster. It seems to be mm. the sort of... I will just day. let the, my companions know that it doesn't sound like it's getting louder, like it's getting nearer. So either whatever's making it is getting quieter as it's getting nearer, <laughs> or it's staying the same. Tiptoeing giant. <laughs> all kinds of we get quieter as we get nearer and they think we're the same distance away. Right, yeah. you, hear, you hear the music like dun 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 Okay, so you guys are going to get dressed and head out of the town heading east. Am I, if I'm I understanding that right? Yeah, I think, I think we've got everything now. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, you gather your stuff together. Now, were you going to try to get horses or not? No, I don't want horses. 
Does anybody else want horses? Well, it's Are there a any long very walk. Long it's, it's, I just want to point out, this is not to make you choose to do anything. It's going to be a yeah. lot slower without a horse. I'm just letting you yeah, know. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm getting a horse. So I'd assume you guys are getting a horse. Uh, I technically have zero experience, but I also agree horse would probably be the smartest choice. Or horse and cart. Can I'm going to get... Maybe I'm... a mule? I've heard mules are better. Uh, okay, so I'm, are, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and get a horse. <laughs> okay. Can I hire a loop wagon at, at what, now at, at one in the morning? Loop wagon. Yeah. Well, can I uh, well presumably, <laughs> presumably near the town gates there would be stables, and someone manning said stables even at this hour, or someone Maybe. near there, like uh, a guard. Well, there, that's certainly there will be a guard, and certainly yeah. there would be a stables that would be sort of watched over. But at this time of night, stables are likely to be closed. You can certainly go and wake them up. It's fine to do that, by the way. I'm just letting you know yeah. that they, they're especially because of everyone is on edge. Um, mm -hmm. It's not likely that they're going to be any. There's no no 24 hour. There's no 7-Eleven, you know, uh, 24-hour shop. There's no favor in Uber. Right, right, right. Like, right, right. Can't just, can't just like, <laughs> oh, hold, man, a stone, can you imagine? hold a stone in the air and we a horse totally just arrives. Need, we totally need, like, an Uber, like, or a Lyft dragon. Like, it's totally what we need. I just <laughs> used my wizard app. We, yeah. we have Zephyros. That's true, I really, that's thought, true. We were, I really thought we were going to, to walk. No. So if we were not going to walk, I would have thought we would have gotten mounts before we went to sleep. Well, well, I, kind I of assumed before we could finalize yeah, that part. Yeah, I assumed we'd be sleeping longer than this. But yeah, I'm. I am definitely going to go and wake someone up whom I can give gold to, and they will give me a horse. I will accompany him because usually a giant half orc waking you in the middle of the night is probably going to get his own way. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I. I will. Okay, we're going to wait, but I know what I'm going to ask for. It's not going to be a horse. Okay. No, you can't have a yak. <laughs> That's all goats. <laughs> I want a luck dragon. Yeah! <laughs> oh man! Imagine that! Oh, that'd be the best. Like, trust me. I, I maybe I did during the five times I watched that movie when I was a kid and thought about <laughs> taking a bunch of bullies. Except the end of my movie doesn't involve them just landing in a dumpster. Many worse things are done to these bullies than that. But anyway, uh, okay. So you know what the problem with riding a yak is? It's like cows move their legs differently from horses so it's really really uncomfortable to ride a uh, to ride a cow and i think the same would apply to a yak probably thank you for listening probably <laughs> it's probably true but the yak you have the automatic fur all the time you just need to make a fur coat like for yourself you just zap you know you just shave it i could weave good. myself right in. right exactly you could you could actually be camouflaged inside the yak's fur and then just at the last moment it's like yeah, surprise like... dwarf you know okay I so i need to add yak camo to the notes on this adventure <laughs> yak camo, <laughs> yak camo. Oh, yeah, really i could like hang below the yak like like jason and the golden fleas and like, nobody right. will say like this is just a yak coming by no worries people or at, at some <laughs> point at some point do you get the like elephant. right or a camel <laughs> actually you know camels go very fast camels run mm -hmm. surprisingly fast when they want to well, they are, yeah. and it's camel, hard to camel stay racing on them. is a thing yeah they, but it's hard I... to stay on them though so. yeah it is, okay it, it um is, i have just seen once. in the rules oh, really? you can actually get a mastiff as a mount <laughs> Yes, I know. I did that with my with my halfling character once. <laughs> the thing about you know, that is that you are in Bryn Shander. Uh, yeah. You are not in Mastiffs London, not Paris, yeah. or Berlin. So you're not necessarily going to have access to all these things. I mean, they will definitely have horses and ponies, assuming that they're not all being used or killed in the latest attacks. But they will not have... They're fresh out of exotic yaks at, uh, at Bryn Shander. Oh. 
no exotic mounts for me no probably in the mountains there are actually places that would um that would breed yaks because of the wool and because of other you know yak milk and all this stuff like they're they're sturdy creatures but uh not something that get not at brinchander um from what you from what you know and certainly not there are dogs but not of the riding kind uh could get a ballistic there. moose a ballistic <laughs> moose <laughs> Are we definitely need a side yeah. quest. Okay, we're going to say a tactical moose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tactical moose. I'm, I'm crossing. I'm crossing boundaries again. So I'm crossing streams. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want a pony. A dire moose, right? A dire moose. Yeah, yeah. we have. Okay, we have, so I want a dire pony. A dire so pony. things we need. So this is what I've discussed. This is what I've discovered. We need things with more legs than we have. Yes. Right. Okay. I, let's, I want let's, a pony. let's go. Let's go for. We'll get you a pony. Okay. <laughs> we'll definitely. I've always wanted one. Selsig, now... Selsig will buy you a pony. Your very own pony. <laughs> no, like, really, like I want, I want a little Selsig. mountain pony that is not going to fall down, down the mountain and stuff. Okay. Well, we'll try. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking just a, Pre- I think presumably, a considering Brinchander is built on the top of a giant hill, most of the animals around here have a hill and mountain experience. Yes. Just, just a guess. That's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely true. A ba- how ballast yeah, tactical I moose. don't think yes. so. <laughs> Double dire unicorn pony. Double right. dire unicorn pony. So right. you guys head spider, east. giant spider. Uh, you head mm-hmm. towards the east gate, um, yep. and uh, when you get there, you note that there are indeed uh, there, are, of course, guards there looking outwards on top of uh, the walls. Although the tower on the right, of course, as you know, Greta. Uh, better than anyone has been uh, destroyed um, and uh, so they have sort of like the rubble and stuff next to this <clears throat> next to this door which is splintered but still somehow standing um, and there is basically a guard on top of the rubble of the tower like sort of standing kind of you know placed with his feet apart um, kind of looking out at uh, the land beyond and then there's another guard on the still intact left tower um, who is looking out and uh, then you do have a couple of what look like stables just two actually um, that are nearby uh, these towers they do look to be from here um, shuttered and locked so okay. knock, on, knock on the doors okay yeah, uh, yeah, you've got yeah. one to the north and one to the south you have a preference uh, south I like traveling south okay um, so you knock on uh, this rather ramshackle um, stable, and uh, then you hear, "All right, all right. There's no need to get your knickers in a bunch." And um, there's uh, there's silence for a minute, and then this uh, door opens, and this old man with super wispy hair, kind of bent over, um, holding a lantern, is sort of peering out at you. Uh, his long, knobbly nose, sort of uh, creating these weird shadows on his face, and he says, "Yeah, what can I do?" We need horses and a pony. At one o'clock at night. And a mule. Yeah, well, we were going to leave in the morning, but that noise has woken us up now, so we may as well leave now. A noise? And what noise? There's a thumping noise far in the distance. There definitely is. He definitely doesn't seem to know what you're talking about. So okay. What thumping noise? I don't know. I've been hit on the head a lot. That seems obvious <laughs> yes. to me. Oh, be feel free to come back tomorrow at seven in the morning, just like everyone else. And then he starts basically closing the door uh, uh we could really do with the mounts now if possible he kind of puts his head around Celsic, the door Celsic gets some gold out the edge of the door suspiciously <laughs> and he's like why should I be selling you one of my horses at this hour we don't have a lot to spare anyway the city is wanting us to hold on to them if they can well I don't, use the, I don't use the term heroes too much but we did help save the town mm. and he uh 
kind of stares at you, stares back down at uh, at uh, Selsig and Greta, and he Look, says, "Look, there's the tower I blew up." Yep, those no, giants no, earlier. Uh... That was us, the Greta. And he kind of he sort of looks at you with his eyes wide. He's kind of like, "Uh, I'm very tired." I'm very tired. That's now Greta's catchphrase. I'm very tired. hours. I am very tired. I want a pony, please. And he stops and he's like, I'm going on vacation. Thanks, goodbye. And he closes the door. Then you hear like locked bar closed, you know, and then. Well, that went well. I want a pony. I know we're gonna. We're I'm gonna very get you tired. Oh, I know. I know. I like the image of her standing in front of the closed door saying, "I want a pony." It's like you <laughs> suddenly oh. this has become like a weird anime. I don't know what's going on. Um, I <laughs> want redundant, a pony. Mike. Just anime. He's just fine. It's, it's, yeah. No need to throw in weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, suggestions. I'm out. There I'm is out another check over there. We try again. Go for it. I'm not doing this one. Celsic, Celsic, you go. Talk, oh, talk, talk with money, okay? You, okay. you talk with money. Uh, yeah, okay. So I'll go up to the north and glare back at the two cheapskates behind me. <laughs> I'm standing yeah. right behind Celsic, like right behind Celsic. Yeah, says, says, says the man who he's carrying twenty times my gold. <laughs> you don't know that. I can guess. <laughs> Just because I jingle when I walk. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of Petons in my pack. It could be mm-hmm. them. Uh, my investments have worked out really well. Okay, so you're uh, so you're knocking on the door? Is that what I'm Yes. Okay. Um, so you do. You knock on the door. Um, and then after a minute, there is um, a sound of a uh, bolt being drawn and sort of opened. And then the door gradually opens inwards. Um, and you look down to see a fair pretty young girl maybe 10 years old or so uh peering up at you she's wearing a nightgown a a dirty blue nightgown and she's got a lantern in her hand and she says she's more for 10 she's looking up to Celsic and me (laughs) um um well she's looking up more Dorash in fairness but yeah you can just sort of dominate the landscape right yeah (laughs) (laughs) Hello. And she and she looks back and she says, "Hello, masters. Um, I it's awfully late. What 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 do you want?" It is. Uh, I, we we need to get a transportation. Uh, are you? Are the owners in? And she says, um, "The owners." And she kind of says, "Oh, um, well, that's that's me, actually." Oh no! Now, as I say, she looks ten. Well, um, we are looking for two horses and a pony to buy them. Now, I, I pull out a silver piece and say, "That's for waking you at this hour." <laughs> and uh, and she sort of looks down at the uh, coins. And says, oh, um, well, that's that's nice of you, but. Well, I, I really shouldn't be selling them at night. It's not really good for the horses, and they'd be worth probably a fair amount of money. What? How much are they worth? And uh, she says, well, um, with these horses, I mean, definitely some gold. 
Um, maybe, and she sort of thinks about it, maybe 20 gold? And you get the impression, uh, Selsig, make an insight check for me, please. Okay, insight, you say. 20 gold for two, two horses and a okay. pony. No, no, she, per huh. one pony. She's her, her one animal. Right. Do, do I do I know how much horses normally cost? Uh, so I'll answer that in a second. Um, okay, okay. Selsig, your sense is that this is not a ruthless businessman. This is not, you know, <laughs> this, this is not... I wonder what gave it away. (laughs) This is definitely, you get the impression that this is sort of a, she's new to this affair, you would guess. I think 20 gold for a pony sounds wonderful. Let's buy a pony. (laughs) I hate to say this. I think we need to buy her a pony. She can summon fire, okay? She's very tired. We also need need provisions for the pony and equipment to steer it. Yes. Yes, and, um, I'm, I'm assuming it's standing. Maybe still has outfit mounts. So, I have riding so here's so here's the thing about the horses. Um, most horses, draft horses, will typically run about fifty gold. Uh, draft horses are kind of like work horses, like all around, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then riding horses that are designed for speed are usually about seventy-five. A pony is about thirty gold pieces. Um, See, quick, I knew it. Quick side note. In case you ever wonder why war horses are awesome, 400 gold pieces for a war horse. Because a war horse is ridiculous. Christ. Like, a war horse is so... And it was true, even in reality. War horses changed mm. the fate of how military encounters were conducted. But, sorry. Very true. Yeah. You can even get war-trained do- riding dogs, by the way, Salsic, but you need special riding training to use them. Oh. <laughs> you could just get a war... smell a side mission! <laughs> a war-trained riding orc. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going along the road to something like dog riding stable. I'd be like, yeah. see you in a week. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> see you in water deep, suckers. <laughs> like he's like he's a little kid running down the kitty section of Disney World. We'd be plodding along. You just see me go past on a mastiff. You're just like, did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's what a normally a draft okay. horse would be between fifty and seventy-five. So charging twenty is, I mean, sounds good. Yep. It sounds yeah. reasonable to me. That's the price she's named. Sounds more where, than reasonable. Where are your parents, little girl? What's your name, first of all? Um, and she says, "My my name is Juletta. And and as to where my parents are, and she kind of shakes her head. Well, I, I haven't seen them in days. I know, Grant. You might have blown them up. That's, Why would that's... they be in a guard tower? Ixnay on the blowy up A in front of the <laughs> potential orphan A, okay? Hiding uh, hey. <laughs> so We need okay. to find somebody to take care of this girl. This is not okay. She looks up at you like this her eyes not, blinking. This is, this is not okay. Uh, do you have anyone in town who do you have any other family in town, Jota? And she says, um <clears throat> Well, no. Um it's my mom and my dad, really. Um we well, we've we've always been here for as long as I can remember, um, selling and, and buying horses. <laughs> so Dakota, you could take the kid. She's easy XP. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Where did your mom and dad go to? Even I can't do that. When says, when when did you last see them? Well, it was three days ago now. Um, you see, they they left when. They were hearing about these attacks that were coming, and and there were all these boulders, and so they thought that they told me to stay where I was. They didn't want me to get hurt, and they were gonna 
run and see if they could find someone. Also, a couple of our horses escaped when it first started happening. They were terrified, running through the streets, and my parents wanted to go get them. And then there was no one else here. I have to look after the horses that we have before we sell them, and so I stayed here. Don't, don't you have any neighbors or anybody you know? I mean, if you've been living here all your life? Um, she kind of lowers her head uh, and shakes her head. And uh, Greta, make a perception check for me, please. Go ahead and add plus two to it. A... Wait, I don't know how that works. Um, well, so just your normal perception, but then whatever yeah, the number looking, is, we'll just add. Perception, 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 perception. There, so, okay, now I add two more to it. Right. And roll that. Uh, you know... Looks like a humanoid. Yeah, looks like a definitely <laughs> young child. Um, it's, uh... Young child, <laughs> level, level two. Fortunately for you, this is not a very complicated check. Um... You feel like, just sort of looking at her, that um, you notice that some of... She's wearing this uh, sort of simple brown dress, um, but you notice that there are a couple of rips in it, which have been clearly sewn several times, like, you know, like, kind of, like, patched and sewn. You can see that um, that uh, her, as it sort of moves up, you can see that her hair and her face are not particularly clean. I mean, they're not, like, filthy, but they're definitely not, like, super clean. Um, and she is in bare feet. So you get the impression that there's just, there's not a lot of money here, you don't think. Yeah. Can I, can I pull Greta to one side a second? Okay, yeah. Um, You you can, you're like two meters tall. Yeah. (laughs) Come with me. Ah! I don't mean mean physically, I mean, like, just just pull a, like, kind of, uh, move her away from, from Juvieta. Um, this, this doesn't look good. Like, no, what, what? Something is wrong here. I mean, we can I mean, we can probably, if you guys want to sort the horses out, we can make sure we leave some sort of note here, just in case anyone has left and come back, and I can take it somewhere safe. I owe you an orphan. The parents have been gone for three days. Okay, Celsic doesn't write the note. Okay. The parents haven't come back for three days. Thanks, thanks for the kid. Yoink. He puts it puts together like a newspaper hostage note, like with different letters. <laughs> if you want to see your child again, bring uh. thirty platinum pieces <laughs> and your finest warhorse. Oh, sorry. Like, the parents okay, have yeah, been gone so. for three days. No neighbors has checked in on the on the girl, and even mm. the parents were only heard. It, as long as they can talk, the healers would have got a note of this. Something is completely I fear, wrong I've, here. I fear the worst. Like really, but yeah, really, really, I genuinely really, feel the worst. She can't. She can't stay here. No, she can't. Well, she can stay here if we get somebody to take care of her. It's her home. We can't just take her from her home after she maybe has lost more things. I say. I reckon take her back to um, Markham and Orgric no. and see if there's somewhere where they can where she can stay. No, leave her here and get somebody to take care of her here. Don't take her from her home. Who are we gonna get? We ask Malcolm and 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 Alric. They will know. So Dakota okay. suggests getting the two Smiths to take care of her. Let my brother take care of her. Oh no, my brother will take care of her. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, okay. Uh, I I will go and speak to. I'll wake up and calm down, and then speak to uh, uh, Mark himself, well, or someone. 
and, yeah, and see what that. we can see what we can organize before we leave. Okay. Um, in the meantime, are you going to be still speaking to her about the horses at all, or are you just like everything goes on hold? I'm I'm leaving this to to Greta and Selsig now. Okay, so um, you go off to talk Ju- to Markham Southwell, Greta and Selsig. What do you guys want to do with the kid? Julieta, um, we don't think it's normal that your parents get lost for three days, so we will now ask some people um, if they know where they could be, and in the meantime. My name's Greta Goldenfire, I'm a cleric of Foltus, and um, I think until we have known what is going on here, I would just, if that's okay with you, like, come in and um, have a look around for any clues of where your parents might be, and this is Salsic, and he might have a look at the horses. Do you know anything about horses, Salsic? They've got four legs, and there's not good eating on them. Not? I always thought they were quite tasty. I've honestly you, never tried. It didn't seem like something horse. seemed good to me. Why not? They look like big and meaty. <laughs> so does Orash. <laughs> <laughs> he's human he's got you there. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, Greta, Ju- Juliet, so Greta, Julieta, um, is uh, when you say this thing about well, you know, we, she says, um, oh, well, well, no, Miss, I'm I'm supposed to wait here and take care of the horses. Uh, that's really important. Um, well then, let's do that. And then you hear uh, in the background, you hear, nah, 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 nah. Um, it sounds like what um, is that? it's behind, like it sounds like it's behind a wall, but it sounds like the crying of a baby. And oh, she for says, God's sake. and she says, oh, that's that's my baby brother again. Uh, here, I'll I'll try to stop. And she um, she walks, she leaves the door again. Um, and the door, she leaves the door open and she goes back. She, by the way, Greta, she does not seem like, you know, totally overwhelmed. She definitely looks a little bit shell-shocked maybe, but she doesn't look like, ah, you know, type of thing. Um, as if she's been left in charge before. I walk in behind her. That's impressive considering I was at the door. Um, right. Uh, so when you come, when she, uh, walks back, um, you see that, uh, her brother, which is, uh, not... Not a tiny little baby, but definitely, I mean, more not more than maybe a year and a half, two years, um, and uh, is right now lying sort of on a cot and is sort of um, moving kind of back and forth a little bit fitfully. Um, and uh, and she, the girl Julieta, looks at you and says, "Well, this is this is my baby brother. Um, Hi. He's been and he's well. He's not he's not conscious at the moment. He's kind of like his eyes are tight shut." And he looks like he might be sort of maybe asleep. And she says, um, he's been kind of hot lately. Well, I've been trying to, he's been, you know, said he was feeling, he was feeling warm. Well, he doesn't speak very much, but he kept saying hot, hot. And, and so I tried to give him some cool water and, and some food, but, um, well, and, and then he's, he's been, been having these bad dreams. And she he's seems sort of like, and, and so you can tell, uh, Greta, that with your practiced eye that, um, he looks... He does not look well, um, basically. Cool water is a great idea. Maybe you could fetch some more and maybe some um, towels or something. I will. I will have a look at him. Oh, I'm yes, miss. All right. And she goes off. She leaves. Uh, she there's a lantern inside here, so she takes her lantern with her, and there's a lantern here, and so she goes off. Um, uh, Greta, if you had to guess, you would say that this child is suffering from uh, a pretty high fever. 
Um, the, uh, of course, young children um, are subject to higher fevers than adults are. Um, but fevers of this level generally don't set in unless there's something significant going on medically, like below the surface. Um, mm -hmm. You can see that the uh, there's definitely like sweat. Um, you can see that the child seems to be shaking. Um, he has this sort of sandy brown hair, and you can see that he's uh, shaking, and his eyes are sort of screwed shut. And as you're kind of you know doing your inspection, like you know feeling the back of his neck and feeling his forehead and all that stuff, he just kind of shifts, and you hear him kind of eh, ah, like you know maybe in his sleep or in his dreams or something like that okay i i'll check on him maybe I can, you know like for uh okay english language difficult here because i usually don't talk about medical topics for like red spots or swelling or any hint mm -hmm. of what it could be hives or anything like that um so you don't encounter any of that um it is possible that what the child was suffering from was uh, some kind of exposure. Um, it's not super, super cold, but uh, if the child was exposed, because he's a pretty young kid, if the child was exposed um, to weather and then was never sort of... You could imagine their immune system being run down, basically, and catching some kind of an infection, um, which then hasn't able to be cured. You don't think that this is the kind of thing which a few days ago would have been all that serious if he was being properly looked after, even by like a, you know, a witch woman or a midwife or, you know, something. Like, it wouldn't need like a top flight, you know, cleric to deal with it. But definitely now after a few days, um, this infection or whatever it is has gotten much more serious. Okay, I... I'll wait until Julietta is back. Okay, and she does actually come back as as you're talking. Um, and she's walking in. She has her lantern in one hand, and then she has what looks like a bucket of water and a cup that's hanging from it um, on the okay. other. Um, it looks like your little brother caught a little bit of a cold, so we, we have to wrap him in, in warm blankets and maybe do a warm water bottle. And maybe, Do you have some... Do you have anything to eat in this house? And she says, Not very much, miss. I've been trying to make sure that the food lasts for as long as I can. Um, but I'll bring what we have. But Yeah, I'm coming with you. I'm coming with you. Okay. I'll, I'll have a look myself. Okay, so she brings you into... And in this sort of, like, the house that's right next to these stables, um, there... This is a very small house. Like, probably three rooms. There's the room that they are in where you have the lanterns. You've got another room off to the side, which looks to be um, maybe like a... Like a it, it's sort of only half finished, and it might be like kind of an outhouse or something. It's not 100% clear um, what it is because it's pretty empty. And then the last one in the back is clearly where you would expect that the uh, where you would expect that the kitchen in quotes would be. Um, there's like a very small fire um, which is sort of burning fitfully, uh, and then you've got um, a kettle and you've got uh, some other iron pots and so forth. Um, and then you have what looks like a uh, wooden box. And she goes to the wooden box and she opens it. And inside the wooden box, she pulls forth. You see, like, maybe maybe there's, like, a, a head of cabbage and, like, a loaf of half-eaten bread. And good. that's pretty much it. Like, there's, there's not a whole lot other than that. Cabbage is good. Cabbage is really good. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Um, okay, yeah. So I'm going to... Okay, we will need to get something to um, to eat for your brother and for for yourself. And I don't care that one a.m. at night. I'm going to cook now. And um, okay, 
So I'm just gonna, you know, like soak the bread and chop up um, the um, the cabbage, but leave some of the big leaves. Okay. And um, just boil it all up, and maybe I can find some condiments, or salt, or anything. But that should 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 be some okay. you know, some filling stuff. And I'm going to use the the cabbage leaves to like wrap them around the chest of the little boy because that is supposed to to get down the fever. Okay. Or around his legs or whatever is possible for me to reach without Julietta biting me. Because I know that big big sisters can be very very protective. Yeah. And um, you seem to have won her trust to a certain degree, or at least she seems relieved that someone else is sort of making the decisions on these things for a change. And um, yeah, I'm going to to um, to to speed up heating if necessary. If that is. <laughs> yes. Um, I have some cantrips I can do. <laughs> so, when when uh, Uraj comes back, he sees from a long distance the burning inferno of the uh, stable. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's not that's not actually what happened. <laughs> suddenly, it's a bad outtake from Equus. Um, no, um, that's not what happens. Uh, so, Celsig, in the meantime, uh, did you go to check on the horses? Is that what you were doing, or like what were you? What were you? I'm doing? just incredibly awkward right now because I, this is so far outside my sphere of experience. Okay. So are you standing, like, in the room staring around? Are you, like, looking at the kid? Uh, are you, like, I've whistling? Gone to, I, I guess I've gone to sort of, um, once uh, Greta's settled down to deal with the children, I've sort of wandered off to look at the horses, I think. Okay. But just look, okay? okay. Get the thoughts out of your minds. I'm not making anything here. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is like, no. hey. Um, okay, so, <laughs> so, you, uh, so you go to take a look at the horses now. Um, once you see the horses, you begin to think that maybe there was a reason that, you know, like it, maybe it wasn't just sort of the discount of a naive, uh, you know, merchant because calling these horses is a bit of a stretch. Um, they are very thin, um, you know, not quite skeletal wouldn't be the right word, but they have the ribs are sticking out. These are clearly hungry, uh, creatures. Um, and it looks like there are two of them. Um, fairly decent size, actually, but they have seen clearly better days. Um, their heads sort of hang down. There's a couple of, um, what looks like a little bit of dirty straw, uh, in each of, uh, their paddocks within the stable, but, I mean, it's like not a lot of straw and um there are a couple of buckets of cold water um but you can tell that the horses are definitely you know somewhat hungry as they as you go in um but uh you know they're not lying on the ground dead so any sign of riding gear anything like that whatever it is block and tie i don't know i don't know yes what there are <laughs> yes there are, there is actually nearby there looks like your saddle and some mm -hmm. uh some nut spurs um stirrups uh that you could find uh that are listed that, that are that are sort of stacked up there and you see a couple of those there um there are only two horses sitting in the stable by the way or standing in the stable mm -hmm. well one's clearly going to be mine the, the... <laughs> the super tall one yeah, yeah. yeah. no <laughs> but okay okay so mortal and the camera pans up and there he is like on the very top of it yeah. <laughs> I have to use Urash as a stepladder to get on my horse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now I bid you adieu. Urash, help me. Help me up. Here's a silver piece. Help me. Help me on the horse. <laughs> okay. So, sorry. Uh, so, what do you do, uh, Selsig, after that? After you see um, I've sort of examined them, and I'll head back to the house and wait for an opportune moment to discuss this with my companions. Okay. Uh, Urash, in the meantime, you have uh, reached um, the uh, home where... Um, where Southwell uh, has been spending his time. Um, 
and uh, as you uh, sort of pound on the door, um, Markham Southwell, and in, indeed it is Markham Southwell, comes to the door bleary-eyed, kind of rubbing his eyes. Um, this is maybe, it occurs to you, the first time that Markham Southwell has gotten any sleep since the attack began. Um, mm-hmm. And so he kind of opens the door and, and sort of views you with a weary expression. Um, yes? I'm sorry to interrupt you at such a late hour. We were uh, awakened by a distant noise, a distant thumping noise. Um, we don't think it's anything too serious at the moment because mm. it doesn't it doesn't appear to be getting any louder. Um, but as we were leaving in the morning anyway, we were going to try and get some horses and ride out early, get a nice early start. And uh, one of the stables near the east gate um, it appears to be being uh, run and owned by a small girl known as Julietta. Um, we're not entirely certain that her parents will have survived the attack and I don't think she's entirely certain of that either so I don't know if there was someone that you knew or someone I could grab to come with me to kind of look after her and make sure she's okay and he says "Uh, I appreciate your assistance my friend but I must say that I don't know that I have the soldiers or the manpower to be able to chase after everyone made an orphan in this latest attack You're probably right. The parents are either missing or no longer around. And that's tragic, but I'm not sure what else I can do about it. I can try to send one of my soldiers, at least temporarily, with you, but I don't think I'll be able to spare more than than that. And you can tell, like, he's, like, kind of almost swaying. He's so tired. And that would be more than adequate, just someone to watch over her, someone to make sure that she's okay. Uh, he says, all right, very well. Um, here, and, uh, and he barks out some order behind him. And a um, person comes up. He says, Erevin, go with him. And uh, Erevin, so named, looks back at him and sort of, my, my lord? And he says, I said go with him. There's a there's something about right. a girl well, in a stable. Come with me. I'll fill you in on the way. And, uh, and he says, but but my lord, you, Duvesa ordered us That's not it. to have I'm any gonna, cards. I'm going to back. Um, and says, not, not to lead your side. And... Um, right. And Markham says, never mind what Duvessa said. If someone needs help, I'll be fine. And he kind of waves at the other person, you know, waves him off and then uh, turns around and walks into the place and closes it. And the guard sort of shakes his head and he says, man will kill himself by the end of the week if he's lucky. He says, all right, lead the way. He must have been some provisions for for orphans in the city. I mean, this is not the first time they they find an orphan, I guess. Mm. Very true. I'm just guessing that they're really stretched very, very thin. Yeah, but they will have, like, there there must be some organization, even if it's a religious one who takes care of orphans and stuff. Yeah, the House of Healing or something like that, or a church or something. Uh, Maybe the the soldier that you got will know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry about that, uh, chat. I don't know what, I don't know what happened there. <clears throat> but um, you know, we had one issue earlier on, and then that stabilized, and we got a spike or something. So it might be the server. Um, but anyway, um, so I am back. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing that occurs to you, by the way, about this is that um, the the attack on the city has, you know, really, as has been said, stretched a lot of whatever minor services it might have had. So you don't know what relationship they had with the neighbors or anything like that previous. Um, but some of the neighbors might even be dead. I mean, like this was. Uh, this was a profound... It's very hard for me to be describing this without thinking of the horrific situation in Puerto Rico, but it's 
it's like it there is no infrastructure now I mean, like there's mm-hmm. there's roads and that's pretty much it like 95 percent yeah. of the islands without power for etc so it's just I, I, that may be part of what's going on here rather than sort of deliberate neglect or cruelty um mm. but uh you know you don't know for sure but it does occur to you that you've seen evidence to suggest that this city has taken it on the chin a couple of times yeah okay so am i traveling back with what was the god's name again uh his name is erevin i actually put it in erevin uh, e-r-e-v-e-n oh, yep i was frantically refreshing chat sorry about that no no it's, um no, not erevin. cool um okay cool so uh yeah as we're traveling back i'll, I'll fill him in on the fact that you know we heard a noise and uh i want to uh, just make sure that uh juliet is okay obviously she she wants to to stay at the the stables which is you know admirable i mean obviously at some point she's gonna either come to her senses or be convinced to go somewhere. I mean, is there anywhere around here that she could go to? Are there any, like, refugee centers or anything like that? And he sort of shakes his head. He said, I wish there were. There were some that were spending their time in the houses of healing, but the very few of them that we have are overloaded with the injured, and in some cases, the dead. They're starting to clear up a little bit now. I suppose it's possible that, well, if their parents are still missing, they might be found there, but if they haven't been able to get word to their daughter three days afterwards, well... He just kind of shakes his head and trails off. No, I understand. Unfortunately, I understand all too well. Um, it's just against everything that me and my uh, comrades stand for that we could just abandon her without trying to do as much as we can. Um, That's appreciated. Uh, what what um, is the situation for any other orphans that are currently found in the city? Do they just go to the Houses of Healing, or is there a different place for them? Most of the time, they've been going to the Houses of Healing. Occasionally, they've been sent to one of the temples as well. The Temple of the Thander in the middle has been serving as a refuge for some of them, but um, the truth is that we still don't even have a full accounting of who we lost in the last attack. Mm. And so we don't know how many new orphans have been created. Um, until we have that information, it's hard to know where they all ended up. Yeah, I understand. Well, we should make haste to make sure we get there as soon as possible. Okay, so he does. He uh, he redoubles his efforts, and you and Erevan arrive um, at uh, the stable, and when you uh, enter the house that's next to the stable, um, you can see a very uncomfortable-looking Selsig. Um, and um, you also sort of, like, stepping back and forth from one foot to the other. Um, and then you see uh, Greta, who is kind of kneeling down um, by something that you can't make out um, on the, you know, on the other side of the room. Okay, I'll go over to Greta and tell her that Erevan is here to assist. Okay, and when, is here to assist. when both of you get over there, um, my glamorous says, assistant. When they get over there, you both see, um, you see Urash that she's actually standing over, that she's actually crouching in, next to and uh, ministrating to a boy, um, a very young boy, probably mm-hmm. six, you know, eighteen months, two years, maybe something like that. And uh, Erevan says, oh, "You mean there were two of them?" Oh, I didn't, I didn't know there was two of them. And. Uh, he, uh, he sort of shakes his head and he says, that's ah, more of them every war, more of them every time. And then he, um, he looks down at the, uh, he looks down at Juliet and he says, are you all right, girl? And she says, yes, sir, I, I think so. I'm a little, little frightened, maybe. And he says, um, I understand. You know, you can't stay here on your own, lass. And she says, well, I have to, the, I have to look after the horses. And my brother, and he says, "Well, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I come out. There's only two. We get rid of the horses, or buy the horses, which are not in great condition, but 
honestly not important right now. Okay, let's let's buy the horses. That sounds like a plan. Julieta, we buy the horses. And she says, "Oh, well, both of them. All right. Um, I guess all of them. Forty gold, I think. Um, and I suppose if you're if you bought them, then I really should be here in case anyone comes in to trade them. But or maybe they won't be doing that right now, will they? I wouldn't worry too much about that. Don't worry about that." And Erevin um, sort of nods, and she says, "But wait, how, how will how will my parents find me if we're not here, though?" And Erevin kind of looks at you, raises an eyebrow silently. <laughs> Greta will leave you and leave a note. And um, she we says, will... she she sort of nods. Julieta, we will leave a note for your parents, but you are old enough, and most likely not so stupid that you are not guessing. <laughs> that they are might not be coming back and she says well I and you can see she sort of like her eyes well up a bit and she says well what do you mean they'll they'll come back for us eventually they're just they're just busy trying to track down the, the other animals what the um is? leave them with could, hope could could I no. could I kneel could I just kneel next to Juliet for a second sure and I just want to take Greta to one side as well. Okay. By the arm, politely. Okay. False um, hope hurts more. I'm so not you're saying lie. What? What? Let's let's deal with uh, let's deal with Orash's uh, public <laughs> pronouncement first, and then I'll take care of that. <laughs> so your parents uh, left to look for fleeing horses a few days ago, yeah? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that they there is a chance that they may still be out there looking for horses. But they also may not. Now, it's an unfortunate thing, but it may be time for you to take full responsibility for your little brother. Your little brother really needs you at the moment, and there's nothing else that he's looking out for more than his big sister. And uh, she sort of says, um, and, and she kind of looks at you and kind of lowers lowers her eyes, and she says, she looks at you first, and then she kind of lowers her head and says, I I want to be brave. My my mom and dad told me to, but... And you've I been don't... very brave. You've been very, very brave so far. Now, in the morning, you're going to get a good rest. In the morning, this nice guard is going to take you to the Houses of Healing where you can get checked up, and you can make sure that your little brother's okay. And if she's... your parents are still in the area, they're probably going to be there just getting rest and recuperation and she says um well sir will, will my brother be all right he was awfully hot and and he didn't he was kind of he was having bad dreams sir uh i'm gonna glance over to greta at this point presumably everyone can hear what i'm saying anyway right everyone um, can hear this conversation greta your suspicion is that he will that he'll pull through um he's gonna need to be ministered to for a little bit but your suspicion is that he's gonna be okay um, but um, not not if it's just you know it, it needs a healer though like you or someone like that ministering to her. Yeah, I still should have my healing kit with still users left. Although, are we talking like they need a healer now, and, or he'll need a healer? No, wish, like it'd but, be it'd be preferable. Right, right. Yeah, I, I okay. well, you're. I mean, you don't know Orash per se. Like your job no. is to end people's lives, not you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but. But, like, your understanding of it is that from the way Greta reacts, you get the sense that, you know, they're going to need 
sooner rather than later, Attack. this this yeah, boy is going to need a healer. Yeah. This um, boy's already been without one for days. I still, I, I should still have stuff on my healing kit that I could maybe use, maybe some drops or salt you or could something. Do that. Yes. But I also want to talk to the guard and I want to say, you will take them to the house of healing in the morning. But I also want you to make sure that nobody takes this, and I like point around, away from her. This is her heritage. This is most likely all the money and stuff in the world that she has. So, um, that, that needs to be taken care of. And she, uh, he sort of, um, he kind of <laughs> listens and he says, there may be a lot of things that we are, ma'am, but one thing we're not are thieves, and certainly not to people of our own. Yeah, no one's you gonna might take... not be. And we may well come back and check up on her, so we're holding you personally responsible. And he sort of, he looks, he looks back at you and he says, uh, no, sir, you don't have anything to worry about there. Um, I, I can't say that I can look after the little girl all the time. I got one of my own, sir, and I'm mostly spending my time on the job. They've had us here 16 hours and more per day. Um, but What does your wife do? And he says, uh, and he says well, my wife's a seamstress, miss, um, but it's no, not very steady work even in the best of times. I'm the one who has to make ends meet most of the time now. And, you um, know... This there one reminds me a little bit of here with a with a business. Just in the background, you can just hear a little clink of coins as I appear to be counting stuff out. Okay. And uh, mm. and and so he kind of he looks around. He says, "Well, I, you mean, a, well?" Mm. And he kind of you know stammers a bit. And he says, well, I, "I I don't know." And we need to ask my captain. I can't just do all. I mean. I've yeah, but your wife work. can. She's not. She's not empl- employed, right? She's a seamstress, Miss. She, she does a lot of work. I mean, yeah, she well, used to do a lot of work. She can do it here, and until new horses arrive, at least you have like a big building here fit for a bigger family. I'm not uh, sure where horses come from, actually, but. Uh, well, <laughs> well, when a mummy horse what and a, a daddy a, horse love each other very much. Oh God. Again, you hear nay. Um, so. You know how lucky you all are that I'm not like chaotic neutral or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like blam, fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but um, so he says, um, well, I, well, I have to look into it first. Um, I have to be honest, Miss. The first order of business is making sure the city's secure. But in the meantime, we can make sure that these two will be okay. Especially if you buy these two horses, well, at least that'll take care of them having to worry about their stock for the moment. Okay. On that subject, I turn around with a small pouch and I go, uh, "I'm giving her sixty gold. I want to make that clear." And uh, I say, "There's the price you asked for your horses, plus something extra to see you through until you can get settled down, and until either your parents come back or you can move on." And she looks down, um, and she looks down and, and sort of looks at the coins and looks back up and says, but, but sir, this, this is much more than, than I asked for. I have a very fixed grin at this point. It's just like, I know. It's like, yes, I am aware of this. <laughs> now shut up and let me change my mind. Um, and, and I also says, give 10 to the guard and say, like I said, personally responsible. And he, uh, he sort of takes it. And um, he, uh, so first of all, she, she seems, she sort of just nods at him and he, the guard looks at her 
and then he uh, closes uh, her fist over the money. And then he takes her other hand, which is currently the lantern is down, takes her other hand and he puts his ten, you know, coin piece that you put in her hand and closes her fist over that. And he looks back at you and she says, well, she reminds me a little bit of my own, you know. And then he turns away suddenly, no doubt, to uh, just brush away a moth that might have just floated by his face, you know. Just happened to, at that moment, mm, maybe, mm, you know. Mm. Uh, and, uh, all right, so uh, assuming that you allow the guard to go off with uh, Julietta. Now, the guard can carry the boy, obviously. I mean, he's, as I said, he's, he's very small. Um, by the time you're done with him, Greta, he seems to be sleeping pretty peacefully. Um, he still has sweat on his forehead and so forth, but he does not seem to be agitated anymore, um, at least. And the um, temperature, although higher than it should be, does not feel to you as, it, as if it were as high as it were before. Okay, uh, I guess we've done all here that we can do. Let's get the steering equipment for these animals. Right. And, yeah, um... let's let's get out of it. Okay, so when you or Ash and Greta go in to see the horses that um, Selsig bought, so in your mind, Greta, um, and by the way, one of these uh, was a larger, like basically a fairly strong-looking draft horse. Um, the other is definitely like, and I should have specified this to begin with, a larger than normal, but still, you know, pony, um, but it's emaciated, like both it and the draft horse, the bigger horse are both emaciated. So when you guys walk in to see it, um, both Greta and Urash, you've seen horses before, um, and, and they're supposed to, you know, they're supposed to have a slight curve to the back, not a kind of deep sway um you know yeah, and there's comfortable yeah they're supposed to have uh you know their sides or you're not supposed to see each individual rib it's not like you know you're defining mm -hmm. washboard abs on a horse you know i mean it, it's like you know it's a little okay. these are these are very famished not in great shape horses that you spent this money for well let's find food stuff for them is there food stuff around for for horses like a, a pathetic amount of grains? tiny little straw, but there's certainly are grains and stray, or, uh, grains and straw that you could find in, but not here. I mean, like there's very little left in this place. Can we okay, maybe very, to... very, very politely buy some stuff from the other horse trader? <laughs> uh, the one who slammed the door and closed it and locked it six times. Yes, you're welcome to go try. We um, could uh, that. a compromise. We huh? could. We could self-service. We leave payment. We we cannot self-service. Well, <laughs> we didn't get him to lock the door in our face. Hey. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just because people don't like getting woken up at one o'clock in the morning by a half org, by a tired half org. And uh, Cleric of Faltus saying, I want a pony, I'm tired, doesn't mean that this is entirely our fault. So, uh, okay, what's your plan? Okay, but it's his fault that, that, was he apparently, that he apparently does not know what's going on with his neighbors and two kids were there and at least one of them might have died. Okay, we go, we take what we need, we leave payment, that's it. 
Yes. I think, I think yes. that's best. We're at least leaving Maybe. payment. I really don't You're want to talk payment. to this person now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, now, I'll, in leave, fairness, I'll leave some gold. I just want to be clear. When you, quote, take what you need, you will need to break into the stable to make this happen. <laughs> I just want to be clear about this. Right. Like, okay. This is not, not going, like the honor am, system, you know, like... No, no, no. I'm not am, burning them down. On, I'm going to knock on the door again. Just to make I was going to break out the thieves' tools, but... Zero answer. Okay. I break out the thieves' tools. Celtic, take it away. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so we're going to go and see if we can make a... Uh, let's see, I guess it would be a... Do they have, like, on the Roll20 sheet, do they have a thing mm. for just clicking Thieves' Tools? Yes. All yes, right. they do. Good. With my proficiency bonus, which is amazing. All right, so then do it. There is, uh, the stable itself is currently locked. Please not don't a very get a one. Lock. <laughs> 27! Oh, yeah, you're just like, you call this a lock? Like, you just, you know, you, you work around yeah. it, like, I'm you just know, like, <laughs> you parkour yeah. around the lock like it's really it's very impressive um so the lock silently springs free you sort of take a step back this is this is quality work honestly Celsius. like this is what a professional does um, i sort of look at the other team for appreciation before uh, for a brief moment then realizing this is completely wasted on the pair of them yeah, you notice, by the way, when you open the stable, that in sharp contrast to the stable across the way that uh, was run by the little girl, there is lots and lots of really nice straw and hay. There are about four um, horses uh, and a couple of ponies that are set up in the stable that are sort of quietly, you know, that, that type of thing, like very sort of calm, quiet, all very clearly well-fed, well taken care of, all of their... Um, you know, their uh, their coats have been brushed and, you know, they just, this looks like in very good shape. And there's a lot of extra food and extra, like, equipment and just all that kind of stuff on this side. All right. So it's a target-rich environment. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Target-rich environment. Yeah. I know what I'm going to suggest, and I know the pair of you are going to shoot it down. <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm standing no. outside in front of the door. I'm not going inside. I'm not breaking we're not, in anywhere. We're not swapping horses. I'm not. I'm not... <laughs> 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 but upgrade! <laughs> the, the stats are all green! Oh, I'm standing outside in front of the door in case somebody comes out and wants to talk about the sin of not taking care of their neighbors with me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wondered about that. I, yeah, exactly. The, the saddle though has a big red bar over it that says "not usable till level 10. So, so, so I'm just, just letting you know. No. Um. So uh, okay. So you're waiting outside. So what are you specifically? You can get whatever you want. Like for the most part, because um, it seems like there's a lot of stuff here. Not being horsey trained, I don't really know what I'm looking for specifically. But anything that looks feeding a horse related. Okay. Um, like, yeah, like food, like saddlebags, like okay. uh, feed bags, that sort of thing. Okay, so you're able to grab some of those. There's there's definitely yeah, plenty okay. of that. Uh, as you're doing that, Celsic, I need you to make a stealth check for me. Okay. Oh, okay. Please don't screw this up. It's right, I got plus you're, nine. You're really good at stealth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. So you're, so you're like, you know, very quietly, like, you know, putting things in the bags and, and all that kind of stuff. Um and uh, after a time, you're able to bring out a pretty hefty amount, quite frankly, of food, of various tackle and equipment, uh, of saddles and so forth. Um, you're able to bring out uh, for your um, two horses, in quotes, such as they are. Mm-hmm. I sort of say to Greta and Urash, I'll leave the price up to you to decide. 
Leave him a humble bundle before all this nice stuff. Paying a horse costs, costs like 20 or 30 gold. What's the going rate for this stuff? I'm actually looking that up. I don't know what the yeah. whole cost. Uh, um, well, if a horse costs 20 to 30 gold, the, the horse... A normal well, horse would cost 50 to 75, honestly. Yeah, like, but do know. I know that? No. True. You probably wouldn't know that. <laughs> so if a normal horse, like... Two, 20 or even if it's a better horse 30 gold then the equipment can't be that that expensive let's leave him like two gold maybe i mean that like 10 percent of the horse. i was work. i was gonna like donate like five or seven gold but that's like half my gold that seems a bit ex excessive hey we've taken a lot of stuff well then three <laughs> gold hey i'm down i'm down with that you're, you're the cleric <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm I still like... 60 times the amount down on this. I think, like... <laughs> <laughs> to put it in context. Yep, yep, I, I, I know, I, I know. I think that like 10% of a horse worth Someone's seems, got a horse. Seems to, be, seems to be fine for equipment. It's not made of gold anymore. I had to fence <laughs> it to pay for the horse. <laughs> so, um, okay, I found it. Uh, so things like a bit and bridle um, would be about two gold. Uh, feed per day is usually about five copper. So, okay. um, yeah. so we've taken like a, at least probably like saddle a, bags of, would be a, a number gold. of days. A saddle, assuming you're not now. They, I love they have exotic and military. He does not have that. He has pack saddles, which are about five gold <laughs> each. Did, did we even get saddles for all our horses from the? Uh, you did mention. Uh, I, was pay, I thought I was paying for that with the girl. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's right. With yeah. the saddles, that, not that should, not that should be. the saddles and stirrups, but not any kind of feed really or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we wanted like feed saddlebags. Um, uh, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much it. Anything to stop the horses dropping dead within the next two days, basically. Yeah, that would yeah, probably much. cost you about four gold for, so and per horse. So eight so eight gold for the saddlebags. Probably two gold um for feed would get would be a pretty good amount of feed. So if you were to get like leave about ten gold pieces, that would probably be more than fair. Okay, I'll donate five. I, I assume Gress is gonna do the same. Yeah, okay. Gonna do it. Yeah, that that sounds down. good to me. Cool. Noted. Don't think of it as being out of pocket. Think of it as investing in that 5,000 gold from the weevil. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and you guys are going to head east and, um, from here? I'm going to leave a yep. note. Take care of your neighbors. <laughs> okay. Do you want to please, please tell me for my own amusement that you're going to nail it to the door of the... Uh, of the... <laughs> Yes, from the, off the stable and from the inside. <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> yeah, from the inside. Look after your neighbors or else. <laughs> I'm not putting our else. Or Fautus <laughs> will look after you. <laughs> I mean, if I would be mean, I would like also put down there and support your local heroes, sucker. But I'm not going to put that because I'm a nice person. And we might want to come back at some point in the future. <sighs> yeah, but uh... I'm like, we're off at one at night to investigate some something that might... That might like threaten his town after I, we already defended his town, and he's like, Oh no, I'm gonna close my door. Also, I don't know that my neighbor's kids are dying. Ha ha. Mm -hmm. I should burn yeah, them down. All, all fair points. Maybe not that last one, but all, all up until <laughs> uh, burning like, the house up down. To that, up to that, up <laughs> yeah. to that point. Uh, up to that, I'm with you. Okay. Um, so then, right, I'm tired on it. <laughs> speaking of which, the sound continues. The you can still hear that going on. Um, okay. it, uh, now that you're on this side of the town, by the way, it still sounds very far away, but the sound is very regular. Um, like, okay, let's leave the horses towards the sound because I'm not sure if this horse will break if I sit on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, horses... I'm not, 
I'm not mounting the horse yet. Okay. No. It, it needs some exercise and some food. It, it might be worth sticking the feed bags on them now. As yeah. Them. Yeah. yeah. Give them. Give them. Give them out of town. Yeah. They are enjoying the feed quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, you, they, I they imagine. Light into it with a will. Um, as so you, we're um... near the. <laughs> we're I've also the got east. the big horse by the reins right now. Right. The ponies, yeah. retters, and urashes. They can share. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you can take turns. God damn it. You could have bought one off the other guy. This is this is true. Okay, so are we heading towards the east gate? Yes, or are I we at, so. technically at the east gate? Is there anyone Ooh. here that would know um, what that noise might be, or might be coming from more specifically? Because all we know at the minute is it's coming from somewhere east, maybe north. And uh, he looks back, and he uh, yes, that's correct. Um, directly pretty much it feels like directly east like down you guys know that east way thing again yeah. it's basically like just down over you know down this road which is of course down the hill you might remember um and so uh down in that direction it seems to be it seems to be coming mm-hmm. okay and so uh, that's so what you ask him yes yeah, yeah uh so that that noise uh do you know where it's coming from do you know what it might be i don't know what it's been i can tell you what's happened since we've been here though that noise has been coming here. Well, the last time we heard it was just a day before the attack on the village. Oh, on attack on Brinchander. It's this sound. If you listen real closely, you can hear the details of it. And uh, he kind of, you know, cocks his head as if, like, you know, here, listen. Like, you know, put your head towards it. If you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. You're like, you're like, <laughs> I'm I just, hear. I'm just like, I hear wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hear wind. I hear. Wind. I hear cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I'll say, Greta, are you doing it too, or just those two? Oh, okay, one moment. You don't have to, I'm just asking. Perception, right? Yes. Because it's not opening my stuff right now. Ah, there, now it goes. I have an extreme leg on roll 20 today. Um. So... Urash, you just hear the same Hmm. sound. Selsig, more or less the same, although there seems to be an additional sound in there. Um, You can't quite make it out. Maybe... And then, Greta, when you listen to it, you are suddenly reminded of um, some of the things that you watched um, at your home when you were traveling to prayers, when you were getting your training at the temple... Um, you remember the sound that you had heard when you were younger, when you would be uh, leaving your home, and it was the sound of It was the sound of a forge and an anvil and a bellows. It was the rhythmic sound of things being forged. It was the sound of the forging of weapons of war. Guys, you know what this sounds like? It sounds like a forge. Oh, no. It sounds like, you know, like hitting something on an anvil? It sounds like dwarves, then? And uh, if you guys look... Yes, Orash, if you... If assuming Greta reveals that, and I think she just Mm. did, because you just said it, Mm. then you would be like, oh, like then, Orash, you you sort of like, oh, I kind of have heard those sounds before. Yeah. Now I want all three of you to make a perception again quickly as you look in that direction. The sound of Skrillex, no. 
Sound of the bass dropping. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. No. All of you. Ah, that's that's what I thought. Um, so Works out quite well. All yeah. of you, uh, as you look over the horizon, it's surprising you that you didn't see it before. Of course, it is um, still dark. But very clearly in the distance, you see what looks like the... You hear the sound, and you now see what looks like flickering red light. And one of the guards from behind you whispers, That's how it starts, you know. They're prepping their weapons to come for us next. <laughs>